0: Okay, guys.
1: Special announcement. Guess what? We're having our first live show in Brooklyn. What? what? It is on May twenty second for the premiere of our of the new Twin Peaks relaunch for on Showtime. Uh, we're going to be recapping it live as we do.
0: Uh, we'll be at Threes Brewing, which is this. Awesome brewery restaurant area uh, in Gowanus, Brooklyn. Um, there's limited seating for the event, so make sure you RSVP and let us know you're coming. We're screening the episode at 6:30, so if you can't watch it on Showtime, you can show up early and watch it with us. Uh, and the live show and recording starts at 8:30. Well, we'll be drinking,
1: and I think you guys should come and join us and watch us do all the juicy stuff we do behind the scenes in front of you in live <laughs> in live action form. In addition to drinking we'll probably be dressed as Twin Peaks characters mm-hmm. we'll be taking some photos passing
0: out swag yeah and if you need to catch up on your Twin Peaks you can always just listen to our There Will Be Drinking Recaps Twin Peaks and you'll hear all of the details yeah you will uh, and just look us up on Facebook all the info and the event invite will be there love you guys thank you see we you hope there. to see you there pie up your life. bye there will be drinking, there will be drinking, there will be drinking and talking about stuff. <laughs> I'm going to do the intro and you cannot stop me. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. You this week? Even with this wig? Even with that wig on, you cannot stop me from doing this intro. Okay. Because this is There Will Be Drinking, the pop culture podcast with a drinking problem. I'm Kate-tastic. And I'm here with... <laughs> what is that? Mur- that's supposed to be murda by the way. That's murda. What did, what did That's you, me. Hey guys. What did you bring to me? Did you bring out your soundboard that announces your name wherever you go? <laughs> <laughs> Explain what it is. It is a rap board. Oh. Like a soundboard? Yes. But
1: you can of, okay. of your favorite rapper slogans. Like just their catchphrases and
0: what other catchphrases are there? Um, Others Who is that? Is it Drake? <laughs> Who? <laughs> Drake. All right. All right. This is where we watch movies or TV or whatever makes sense at the time, and then we make cocktails based on what we watched, and then we play a drinking game we invented to go along with whatever the fuck we just watched.
1: I think we nailed it this week.
0: Yeah, I think we really. Also, we usually have a guest, and this week we decided to do a full Kate and Murda time because you guys love us so much, and that's how Twin Peaks is. Um. So since, but in lieu of not having a guest because we've had one for so many weeks now, because uh, we started out just the two of us, and now we've had a guest so like for for what like three or four months or something. Yeah,
1: and uh, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if we're funnier with or without somebody but you you think you think we're funnier
0: without someone go ahead and admit it I do guests we love you we love all of you I love having you on I love I love having someone there to help me make fun of Meredith and particularly today I wish we had a guest because you are wearing your Dale Cooper wig in honor of watching firewalk with me and you look amazing And you won't take it <laughs> off Which I gotta say I love the commitment I love that about you I, I like, You commit I love-
1: <laughs> So uh If all of you have not watched it You should go ahead and watch our Facebook live video Where we make the cocktail for this week
0: <laughs> You can barely pay attention to what you're doing Because you're so fascinated with that wig on You're Do just like you're talking, you're talking And you're like I'm gonna put the mezcal in the Oh <laughs> Who's that over there? Oh, it's me. <laughs> I was like, trying, like, okay, what do you put in next? And you're like, what? Where am I? I can only see that beautiful creature in front of me. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, everybody should watch it because it's pretty great. But we decided in lieu of having a guest, (laughs) we're just going to catch up on what we've been up to because we've been up to a lot. And you guys are probably wondering, you guys are like, well, what are they doing?
1: I think it has. I feel it's actually like been a really long time since we've recorded. It feels like.
0: Since we recorded it all, or since we recorded just the two of us we're, we're, in well, a non-Twin Peaks capacity?
1: In a Twin Peaks capacity, it's been a long time since we've talked about Twin Peaks, specifically. Fair, because we finished so, season two a while ago. I'm riding high on this fucking movie, man. It mm-hmm. felt real good to be hanging out in Twin Peaks. In the Twin Peaks world. Yeah. In the TP world. Even though it was severely disturbing,
0: this yeah, movie. Yeah, <laughs> it was not as fun as the TV It was show. severely disturbing, but I... <laughs> I didn't dislike it. Fucking... Loved it. You Just loved it. Just because I was it. so happy to be there. I, I like, think that's the rating. I think you loved <laughs> it and I didn't dislike it. I think that's our ratings on this.
1: Yes, that's so, about right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's obviously stuff that. It's a long fucking movie. Mm-hmm. There's definitely some stuff you could take out and there's a whole extra hour. But. Yeah, to be fair. I mean. No, wait, could, there's
0: a whole extra hour of this movie that yes, we haven't watched? Yes.
1: Well, there's a whole extra hour of deleted scenes.
0: Oh. That there is I think a, I would have liked to see those. In a, they're not.
1: In a splice together that someone has put together something called The Missing Pieces, which they splice together the deleted scenes with the
0: actual movie. Oh. So you get the whole movie. Uh, with, why didn't we watch that? Uh because it's an it's extra not available an hour on Amazon.
1: Yeah, it wasn't available on Showtime and it's a whole extra hour okay all right that's fair I mean and I feel we, like we should be
0: doing what's what's I'm accessible squeeze, I'm to the world. squeezing
1: in a movie you know on the subway
0: in yeah, my yeah, life yeah. right you're now you like you're super busy well then let's segue into <clears throat> Meredith what do you, what's been going on in your life well we've been kicking ass and taking names and
1: trying to be podcast T-A-T-M. goddesses K-A-T-M
0: <laughs> kicking ass taking
1: names um, so that's been a lot of our, our time uh, please come to our live show in Brooklyn if you guys haven't heard us ask you to do that already
0: we have sold out tickets but we're neurotic about whether or not people are going to show up we are really
1: nervous that no one's showing up but i think people will show up
0: i if no one shows up i'm gonna get hammered (laughs) (laughs) fair enough good rule drinking game if no one shows up caitlin's getting obliterated
1: (laughs) Fair enough, yeah.
0: But that I doesn't mean a- that you guys should show up just so that I get drunk, okay? <laughs> that's not cool. I'll get drunk if you show up, too. I think Sam... Same? I would
1: get obliterated. Cool, cool, cool. If no one shows up. Please show up, guys. You don't want to see us like that. Um, besides that, I have been going to school.
0: Yeah, you're you're getting your fucking working girl Melanie Griffith shit on right now. I
1: oh, <laughs> that's a great way to put it. I, it especially with this wig on.
0: <laughs> you Dale Cooper wig. Honestly, at this point it looks like your hair. I keep looking over and I'm like, Meredith, your hair looks great. What have you d- it's so thick?
1: It's the best
0: hair. I do have to say, because normally we like, we'll do a beginning and then we'll have a drinking game that we play while we're talking about the movie. But we're playing a drinking game right now. (laughs) It's called the wig game. Guys, we're going to play it throughout the episode. Essentially, as long as Meredith keeps her wig on at the end of the episode, I have to drink my entire drink. But the minute she decides to take it off before the episode's over. She got to drink her whole drink. Yeah. And that it's thing looks itchy as fuck. I'm getting it. It's getting itchy, but I'm but settling it also, into it. It also looks really <laughs> good on you. So I think it's a game of like your pain tolerance versus your vanity. Do you
1: think I'm definitely vain enough?
0: <laughs> I think so too. Don't. <laughs> I think that thing's not oh. not even coming <laughs> off before you go to bed. i going to wake up and be like, with bed head, I look great in this way. <laughs>
1: Well, to be fair, when I was upstairs making the drink, cleaning up, you came downstairs to get set up to record this lovely podcast, and I came down with the wig still on. You're like, "Is that your hair
0: now?" Forever. You're a brunette. as it feel? Feels wonderful. Cool. It feels
1: oh, it's a whole new me. Cool. A whole new chapter <laughs> in my life. <laughs>
0: So that's Meredith's update on what she's been up to. She found the wig of her heart. She found her heart wig, <laughs> and it's made her so happy. Some people, some people wait around for a person to make them happy to build their family together. Some people go after their career. Meredith found her wig. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I definitely think, regardless, if I had a sad day, if I put this on, I would make her feel. <laughs>
0: come home you're crying love hurts love stings love whatever and then you put the wig on and you're like sell make it and it's, it's a music video surrounding that fucking wig
1: <clears throat> ooh jitterbug I'm a, I picture more of that it's like Michael George Michael <laughs> alright I'm gonna drink this whole drink before we even get to the Jordan Graham.
0: <clears> How <throat> about you,
1: Caitlin? Catch me up.
0: Um Catch me outside. How about that? I <laughs> speaking of hair, I had long beautiful brown hair. You remember? I'm sure our listeners kind who follow of. us on Instagram. I kind
1: of I'll 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 try and It
0: wasn't beautiful? <laughs> Meredith?
1: No, I meant kind of remember it. Oh, 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 oh.
0: yeah. Um, anyway, I had long brown hair that I dyed the bottom pink. And then I dyed it purple, and then finally this summer, I cut it all off. It looks And now I have awesome. no hair. The bottom it. of it is shaved. Love it. And I dyed it blue and purple, and it's now, like, green and yellow and purple. It's amazing. It looks good. It's like mermaid hair. Yeah. Oh, story, life story on the train today. <laughs> yeah, I think you'll like this. There was this woman... It might be yesterday. didn't matter. this woman sitting across from me with her friend. It was like this old woman. Um, she looks at me. She looks at my hair. I don't have my headphones in because I was reading Handmaid's Tale. Amazing book, by the way. By the Bizzle. And, what up, uh, Margaret Atwood? What up, Bar- A- M. Atwood? Matt atwood Maggie. Meg-Mag. Mag- Maggie Atwood. Mags Atwood. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this woman looks at me. Looks at my hair. Looks at me. Looks, at me, looks at me over. I'm wearing overalls. I have tattoos. I have blue hair. And she goes, You better dye your hair back, girl. She said, How? <laughs> Wait, it's better. And I said, I literally said, What? Why? I already need to hide it. <laughs> and she goes, You better dye it back. You look crazy. And I looked at her, and I looked at her friend, and I looked back at her, and I said, I am crazy. <laughs> Did it. Yes, I did. It was amazing. <laughs> and then for the entire there was like 10 more minutes of that subway ride before I got off where she like would just kind of glance at me and look away, like not scared, but like a little bit like I don't want to talk to you anymore. And it was really awkward. And then I like when I got up to leave, I just looked her right in the face and stared at her head turning the entire time I walked off the train. <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> here's my feeling that's a that's that's the greatest story ever that is a great subway interaction here's the thing if you're gonna be a bully to a, to a stranger don't be a bully to someone who looks like they're pretty confident
1: also she said you look crazy why would you provoke a crazy person i just
0: yeah like you better dye your hair back or what it'll grow back like what's the urgency of this request crazy you better be careful out there, girl. You look crazy. No, let be me careful. ask you a Maybe she was warning me. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll, I'll ask you a question. Does it have to do with your fucking wig? What would she say about this hair? <laughs> I can't. This entire episode is going to be about your wig, and I can't with that. I cannot. I cannot. I think she would say, but take that wig off, girl. You look crazy. <laughs> Cool. Actually, I think she'd say, you look great. Where are you going? Girl, where are you going? I want to hang out with you. Where'd you get that wig at? (laughs) I think... I got it in Flatbush, guys. I bought it today in Flatbush. Do you want to get to recap in this business? No, don't we have
1: stuff to do? Well, we'll go over the drink.
0: We we haven't even talked about the drink yet. (laughs) We'll go over the drink and the drinking game and then start recapping it. Okay, 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 okay. So, Meredith, what drink did you make me while you were wearing this beautiful wig that's no. guest star. This is our guest. Yeah. It's your wig.
1: <laughs> me and <in> the wig.
0: it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, what did you make
1: me? Well, me and the wig walked up to the upstairs area and grabbed some ice.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> and cocktail shakers and... and just, right <laughs> a jigger was the wig telling you what to do like ratatouille <laughs> it was like i'm gonna make you cool baby pick up that jigger pick up I that can't. cocktail shaker i can't pick up that mezcal <laughs> so we I went- got you girl <laughs> <laughs> so
1: we went upstairs we made this drink and we put in two ounces of mezcal tequila an ounce of lemon juice, mm-hmm. a half ounce of Anchor Reyes liqueur, mm-hmm. and a half ounce of grenadine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we shook that bitch up, all up with some ice. Mm-hmm. That's when the wig got extra saucy. My I strained it with you. It was, it was all the wigs idea. That's what I tried to make out with you. It didn't work out. So then I strained it into a cup with ice.
0: <laughs> Yeah. And now we're drinking it. <laughs> like, uh, it's what called did you think? what is it called, Meredith? Fire stumble with me. Right? Because we watch Fire Walk With Me and like, it's pretty obvious. When you get drunk, you stop walking, you start stumbling. Yes. We don't have to go too much into that. Even yeah. that I just explained it. This is a it. very layered
1: Yeah, there's a lot of layered, yeah. very deep thinking concepts here in this drink. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no.
1: Yeah. Are you just saying
0: that because <laughs> the wig said that?
1: Because of, I don't know, Twin Peaks. Yeah. Just
0: being layered. Being thinky. Yeah. And thinky. Yeah. It, I guess it is. <laughs> I don't spend a lot of time thinking about it. I'm not great with that. <laughs> I just kind of like surface, but that's what it is. Yeah. You're the average watcher. I'm an average. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't enjoy NASCAR, but I'm coming at it from that perspective. Right
1: i think because we you and i have spent so many hours of our lives in this i'm very invested in it emotionally yeah, yeah, yeah. you read
0: all the stuff i'm very You're on board. yeah i'm very invested in it yeah i'm cool with that i love it i'm totally cool with that i don't not love it i just we have differing opinions about the importance of things of course yeah, yeah, yeah. i that's know i like, think that's what makes us us and i'm not gonna lie to you I don't, I don't really like what this wig is doing to our partnership. <laughs> I feel like it's a third wheel. <laughs>
1: Do you think I'm taking it inside too much?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just don't even like that it's in the room right now. <laughs> much less that it's on your fucking head, <laughs> making me look like Ralph Macchio. <laughs> A game show host version of the Karate Kid. <laughs> <laughs> drinking rule. You can't talk about the wig anymore. New drinking game. New drinking game. <laughs> we're going to fold it under the other wig game that we're playing. We can't talk about it anymore. Okay. Okay.
1: That's going to be rude. That's going to be very hard. <laughs>
0: Okay, let's talk about um, our actual drinking game that we're gonna we're gonna play while we those watch, are the other two talk about
1: those. We already have established the two, We've established the, wig, the wig, the two wigs, the, the two
0: wig games, and now we're gonna play an actual uh, Twin Peaks game. Oh my god, I can hear you scratching it. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm will not- drink for that. <laughs> Please stop scratching your wig on Mike. sorry. Uh. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I feel like I smoked a pack of cigarettes. I laugh so much. All right. Okay. <clears throat> Let's talk about our drinking game, please. The, the Twin Peaks one. I might have to take the wig off. <laughs> you got to drink your whole drink if you take it off.
1: I. It's not that it's painful. It's just that... It is
0: distracting,
1: and we got to get through this fucking.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's very distracting. I hate it. Are you going to drink your whole drink now? Yes. Oh, my God, my partner's back. Thank God. Thank God you took it off. How do you feel? Do you I, feel I, less cool?
1: I definitely feel like I just downgraded my funny, and I have become much
0: less crazy. Yeah, you instantly seem <laughs> not funny. <laughs> He seems way more serious right now. I, <laughs> I wasn't kidding.
1: I was like all of a sudden like, I can think again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well speaking of thinking, I'm as we talk him. about this intense movie Firewalk with me, the Twin Peaks prequel sequel. Uh, every time we mention the main character, Laura Palmer, who is also the namesake of our drink on our recap show? There will be drinking recaps, Twin Peaks. We always drink a Laura Palmer that we made with bourbon and whatever. Listen to it if you want to know the recipe. Yeah, you should uh, do it. You anyway, should listen just one. Anyway, every time we say the main character or talk about the main character, we have to drink. And every time we do, we have to go R.I.P. Laura Palmer and cheers and then drink. It's pretty simple. It's, oh, and since it is that time, Meredith, do you do you know now that the week's off? Do you know what time it is for me? To drink this drink.
1: Game time talking game Why time. didn't I why didn't you what? Wear the wig at least up until that.
0: <laughs> the, the wig does make you look like a, um, which we're talking about it. We have to drink now. I know. Cause well, we're, not, only, finishing this. not only did you take it off. So you have to drink your whole drink, but now we're talking about it again. Um, but it did make you look like a football announcer. It is my favorite. It's
1: uh, really, it's going go to go so far with
0: us. good. It's good times. Gonna, it is so happy together okay
1: good times with us in the wig <laughs>
0: anyway so let's let's get to talking about let's, this let's movie. talk about
1: firewalk with let's me let's not fuck around we're anymore ta- we're done fucking around <laughs> we're done
0: talking about a hair let's let's get
1: let's get down let's to do brass this.
0: tacks let's do this my secret diary their face
1: There is no other person who could have known where it was. Did Bobby give you
0: this? Or is there someone new?
1: Your Laura disappeared. It's just me now. You made me write it all down. You guys, do we need to explain this to you? Probably a little bit. Firewalk with Me is a movie that David Lynch came out with one year after the finale of Twin Peaks. Mm hmm. Uh, he directed it. He co-read it with Mark Frost. And it's
0: uh, basically the prequel. Right. It tells the story of what happened before Laura Palmer's. Cheers. R.I.P. Laura Palmer.
1: R.I.P. Laura Palmer. Before
0: her death. Cool, cool.
1: Yeah. So that's what happened. Yeah. It came out and people hated it. Right. It was Buddha Khan. Right. I heard that. Uh, And... I, you know, I guess I received some criticism for um, not being, like, not revealing enough information that left, that were essentially holes and gaps from left over from the finale. Mm -hmm. But it explained... Twin Peaks just as much as every other twin David Lynch movie has ever explained any like any explains its story yeah I, it
0: feels as, as complete as it could have been I want to briefly talk because we were on a Twin Peaks podcast recently which we had a great time on yes Twin Peaks Unwrapped thank you Ben and Brian thank you, guys you Ben are and amazing. Brian that was amazing the episode was amazing we love you shout outs and love yes um but they and everyone else who we've talked to in the twin peaks community seem to be really supportive of Firewalk with me. They have like a preemptive like it's very different than the show, but they seem to l- like it a lot.
1: It's very Lynchian. It's I mean it it's it's exactly, yeah, it's very Lynchian in in general, so it's, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Mhm.
1: If you're a fan of his, you're going to like the movie. And, and you and,
0: loved it. Can you can you give me an argument for why you loved it?
1: Um I don't I just I thought it was a really good balance of Addressing the mythology, I don't. I don't know. I think I think it really addressed Cara- Laura's Laura Palmer's. Cheers, R.I.P. RIP Laura Palmer. Um, I think it did a really good job of addressing Laura Palmer's story, and like they, you have no sense of Laura's actual character because Mm -hmm. she's all we know her as is a dead woman Uh, cheers
0: R.I.P. I I think I said it (laughs) R.I.P. oh boy we're gonna get it drunk drunk.
1: um but she's so complicated and a badass and like so such a victim and like she's just fucking amazing yeah
0: she's She's I'm way mad cooler respect for Laura. She's way cooler in this movie than she was than yeah. she was portrayed in the show. I, I have she's yeah, yeah I have I, I mean, she was cool in the show. Yeah. Oh, I
1: didn't yeah. I just I mean, you just don't know what what was ever really true. I didn't think
0: you knew how strong she was as a character and as a person until this movie. Yes. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I think
1: I think it's because like you know that you <sighs> You know that Laura Palmer was abused by Leland,
0: yeah, but and that really like sets up a dark backstory.
1: But like it's explicit in this movie, yeah. so it's very dark and and difficult to watch.
0: Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. like you just you
1: just forgive Laura for everything else after that, and mm-hmm. she has like Cheryl Lee is like amazing, mm-hmm. and her like laugh in this movie is so fucking good. She's Amazing I mean, no, in this she's, movie she's phenomenal. She's so good. Why isn't she like in everything is mind know. blowing? But she's like this. I don't know. Yeah. I I really I just agree with you on that. Liked the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It was gory, like it was like uncomfortable. Like the it was uncomfortable. It was very violent. I I wouldn't
0: say it was. I mean, it was violent, but I wouldn't say it was gory as much as it was uncomfortable. Yeah, it's it's
1: just very violent. There's a lot of there's a lot of rape and there's yeah and there's also
0: like a lot of like imagery, like, close-up imagery or things that people do that are human that are super uncomfortable. Like, yeah. specifically, I remember the, like, eating out of a spoon. Oh, yeah. And it was just, a lot of the movie was this, like, just kind of, like, chest-clenching feeling.
1: Yeah, I think it, I mean, it, it puts you in that space, I mean, mm-hmm. to, which is,
0: mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> More than the television show yeah, did. For yeah, for sure. It
1: puts you, it, it makes you...
0: And you know what? There's, there's TV shows now that are doing that that are like yeah. evoking that kind of feeling like uh uh taboo is a show that kind of evokes that like like uncomfortable yeah gross but also like ethereal thing yeah yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah it's weird it is weird game of thrones i mean has the those dark moments but this i don't know this just like really this doesn't
0: tell a story the same way as game the, of thrones the, but the, i know the you music
1: yeah. the lighting the just the cinematography, like, the whole thing just puts you in this, um, like, this place of of anxiety. And so you just seem to, like, know exactly what Laura's feeling at any one moment. Yeah. And it's insane. It's really, I don't know. I love it. I really liked it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: This was... I didn't dislike. <laughs> yeah. This there were a lot of things I liked about this movie. It was really dark and I usually love things that are super, super dark. Right. I, I just I guess I'm I'm dumb and I need a story to grasp onto and I need a plot and I need obvious things. And right. and, and David Lynch just doesn't do that. Right. And so I think he's just not my type of storyteller. Right. I, I, and so it's hard for me. Like, I feel like a lot of this movie was almost like 20 different art movies put together. Right. 20 different movies that you would see in a gallery that don't need to be explained put together. And I just I, like, I can do that for 30 minutes once a week, but I can't do it for two hours. And even the 30 minutes once a week, like there's signs of humanity that makes sense. And in this, it, 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 it it's just all nonsense. Right. It, to me like he's he just he really people love that he embraces randomness and nonsense but I i have trouble I think it's also I, part I, I think it's also like it. an
1: inch. but I think I think it's and I mean like you couldn't do this in a novel, but you could do this in a movie form where it is that way and the audience gets to fill in those holes and like it's kind there of an are plenty of novels that are like that. I don't, but I
0: don't like those novels. Yeah, either. yeah. <laughs> I don't like those either. Yeah. I, I, it's just
1: like you have to have a lot more patience with that is what I mean. Because like a two hours is like it's one and done. I just readings a longer. Yeah. So it's but so I agree. I'm just more saying like this is an easy more digestible in the sense that you get to Fill in the story holes themselves, and kind of—it's a—it's a fun. Yeah,
0: but there's not even holes because I, I feel like there's things that don't even come close to be like the whole thing with with Cooper in the hallway at the beginning right. and David Bowie and just there's just so many. There's, there's clue fatigue. Right. I'm fatigued by the amount of symbols no, and no, no, no. motifs <clears throat> and things that are hinted at. I, that I, I just... I stop caring. Yeah. No,
1: no, I agree. I get, I get what you're saying. I'm just... I'm... My argument is, you know, if you... This isn't something I could watch all of the time. Mm-hmm. But the, the mere fact that... So many people are are obsessed with trying to it's it's the same way people like to go like geocaching or I I just feel like it's like it's the type of thing that just attracts people Mm -hmm. who want to watch something and, you know, come with their come up with their own theories or ideas or so it's 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 a puzzle in the sense. And it's yeah, it's fatiguing. And I don't want to watch that puzzle, though sure but but it but it allows your imagination to run like to try and imagine what connects those two things right okay it's just a fun exercise I, think I guess it's just- but I guess
0: for me if you were able to figure out all the puzzle pieces I don't think there's a resolution that's satisfying Sure. You know, yeah. me, we watch we watch TV shows and movies together all the time, and right. I love cyclical storytelling. I love when things loop back around. I love when they make sense. I love when they click together. I love when it feels when the audience feels like they're a part of the story. And and his movies and his directing totally reject that. Right. And I guess I guess that's a statement within itself. And there are plenty of things I liked about this movie. I know I'm I sounds like I'm bashing it right now. I don't think uh, you are. I, I, it's I just. I don't understand his style of storytelling because I don't understand the message that he's trying to give. Right. Like, he it just feels like he's being random to be random. There's no resolution. There's no... <sighs> it's not an equation it's just it's like it's like a Jackson Pollock painting and there's room for that in yeah, art that's, and yeah, I'm that's, cool with that that's all I'm saying is like, that's just why I just can't grasp onto those things I think that it's yeah, I also don't like abstract expressionist paintings that's what I'm saying it's so, the same thing that's, yeah. that's
1: what I'm saying it's the same thing and that's what you just have to be willing to work at your own thing when you're watching and if you don't want to do that then it's you're not gonna it's exhausting it is exhausting so, yeah, yeah. So, I'm,
0: I mean maybe I'm a lazy watcher yeah
1: if, if you don't want if you don't want to have to watch something and absorb your your entertainment dosage that way then yeah it's it's difficult mm-hmm. it's, it's a difficult thing there, to watch I do want to talk about
0: there's tons of things I love though I well talk I think about we that. should just
1: go scene by scene we should definitely at least address the separation of the two years and the two different murders uh specifically uh, okay okay cool so good because we start with um we start with uh where in Deer Meadow mm-hmm. Teresa Banks was murdered yep. uh similar to the way Laura Palmer was murdered. Right? And um there is an agent Ch- Chet Desmond that yeah. is uh sent on the case by Gordon Cole.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh classic time old favorite
0: character. Yeah, and I liked uh Ch- Chet Desmond. You like Chris Isaacs? I liked his partner. Sutherland. Uh, Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland. Sutherland yeah, I he was amazing. So
1: they go to investigate right Teresa, Teresa Banks, Bank's murder. Yeah. And the weirdest thing is, too, when Chad Desmond lands in uh, mm-hmm. Deer Meadow, mm-hmm. there is uh, a basically a messenger. Named Lil, mm-hmm. all dressed in red with a red wig. Yeah, and she's just kind of like a clown. And she, yeah, and she was wearing. They are a mime, right? And she's wearing a blue rose um, mm-hmm. and a, ra- mm-hmm. a red skirt suit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she starts doing all these hand movements and making facial expressions and stomping weird. And apparently, this is a communication. Of Gordon Cole, right? Yep. Of, essentially, or, or of maybe the FBI. relaying, yeah, relaying the information because basically they're saying, you know, don't trust this town. They're not gonna. They're not going to give you the information you need. Right. And Deer Meadow is not Twin Peaks. They are no. not nice people. That place is terrifying. They're mean people. I would never want to uh, I would never want to live there. No me either. Uh, I would live in Twin Peaks. Yeah, Twin, Twin Peaks, Peaks is a, nor- a normal suburban town. It's super
0: fun. But Deer Meadow looks no, terrible. No, I wouldn't want to live there. No.
1: So, uh, Teresa Banks is murdered. Uh, what else happens? She's um they will they discover the ring right Oh so they the, um, at the end, you know, they find the, they find um a a letter. Did they find the letter T underneath her left ring finger, so just like yeah. Laura Palmer? Mm-hmm. She was in the water. She was wrapped in plastic. Uh-huh. Um, she was had a ring on in one of her pictures, so they went to go. They couldn't find the ring, so, so they, they went to her trailer. So they went to her trailer, uh, and mm-hmm. after speaking with the landlord, they were kind of realized they they heard that one of the sheriff. Or one of the deputies in town uh, also happened to live in the trailer park that Teresa Banks did. Yeah, and so he went back and looked under, like was snooping around his trailer, and in a pile underneath the trailer, they they find the green black lodge ring.
0: Yeah, they didn't really like. I think after that, we didn't see Chet Desmond again. Right, we went straight into Laura Palmer's world. Yes, uh, yeah. Which well,
1: cheers, well, well, R.I.P. R.I.P. Well, we get to Cooper,
0: right? In in uh, what I guess is F, uh, FBI headquarters. Yeah, he's like he's that.
1: with Gordon Cole.
0: We get a shot. Okay, I do love this part. Yes, I really liked um, <laughs> Cooper looking at himself in the camera and then going back and looking at himself in the camera and then going back and then David Bowie showing up because I know that that um uh, david lynch is really into transcendental stuff right and to me that was all about like astral projection well and i think i i, I think if we're gonna make sense of the nonsense that's kind of what well, this, i was trying to figure so out so
1: this whole part is like essentially a dream
0: of truman's yes
1: no no or, of Cooper's. Of cooper yes. sorry yeah yes mm-hmm. this, this whole scene is essentially a dream and it seems right. i've i've heard a theory too that well, I, no, nah, I think this one's silly, but essentially that like all of this is was was the entire that the Teresa Banks part was also a dream.
0: Okay. But all right. I that mean, is actually
1: Cooper who was there. He was just a man. I don't know. If Sometimes, that's
0: true, then it's all irrelevant. Yeah. It which is silly, but that's fine. It's a silly. Yeah. It's a silly theory. Anyway. Fine. So, uh, I, I mean, there there's nothing that says that's not true. So <laughs> <laughs> it
1: could be true in this world. Who knows? So. Um, so we, anyway, yeah, it's basically, the, I think, was it, it's Laura, I mean, I have to look, I have to get to my notes now. I was like skipping yeah, open around. your notes up. I was getting. You're, you nailed the front part of that, though. I know. Oh, okay. So we get the, yeah, you we get the David Bowie coming in. And then after that, we also get to the weirder part of Cooper's dreams that we're mm-hmm. kind of re- retelling here, mm-hmm. uh, where the man in the red suit. The small random, the yep. man and uh, the back red suit. Is or
0: it. originating.
1: And there's a plague, someone in a plague doctor's mask is also in this. Oh, yeah, this
0: room that they're in. Yes. Where which they're is, on the couch. Which is,
1: which is essentially the convenience store where Philippe Girard slept, like the apartment that they rented over the convenience store that okay. Philippe, when okay. Philippe Gerard was living with Bob.
0: Right. Bob is there. Bob is there. The old lady is there with the her grandson. Mrs., Mrs. The Tr- Mrs. Tremond. Tremond. The, um, and the cream corn's there. And then there's a little kid with the
1: creepy, uh, like, the plague mask. But it's not the plague mask. It's like, it's like a... Like a bird. It's a, like, plaster of Paris. Like, yeah, like... F- completely covers his face and then just like a long skinny nose nose. or a Pinocchio nose. Yeah. So anyway, so the, so Cooper, you know, wakes up from this dream and then he decides that he needs to, uh, go figure out where Chet is because Mm -hmm. Chet has also disappeared. Um, Mm -hmm. and so he needs to go figure that out where he is. Right. He goes to the trailer park where Teresa Banks was, and they, he realizes that there's a, a spot where a trailer had left and there's, mm-hmm. um, and apparently he, that's when he found out that it was Mrs. Tremont or the Chalfons, and they had actually used that trailer for generations. Like that they've been there, f, you know, for a really long time, which weird. is, yeah, uh, yeah, weird. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. I mean, it's just interesting. <sighs> That maybe there's, like, many spots in the world that have this energy. I don't know. Or the Bob. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? Um, I mean, because, I mean, spoiler alert, we later find out in this movie that Leland actually killed Teresa. Right. But, I just mean more because they had been there for
0: generations. I don't know if that's because... The Chalmonts. Yeah. But we don't even know that Mrs. Tremont is the Chowmonts. L- yes. like there's, yeah, there's the,
1: that is that is what she is. Mrs. Tremond is the Chalfons. Tremond, yeah. It's is the
0: Chalfons. Yeah. How do you know that? I mean, um, maybe I missed that in the movie.
1: They say, they can they confirm that in the movie, but then they also uh, in the credits, when they when they do the oh, credits. Oh, okay, okay. Because yeah. she's credited as both.
0: So she- I guess I just don't understand the relevance of there was a trailer that was there that left, and I understand that there was a murder, and that... Like, I I understand the circumstances, but none of the circumstances are linked up together except just, for that it's the same woman.
1: Just that she's there for, she's involved essentially in both murders. Like, she's present okay. and, right. and, like, a witness, too. Oh, cool. cool. Um, more, of, more that she's just a symbol. You know, nothing, like... Of what? Of this darkness, of this spirit that kills young Women, just Bob, our, You
0: mean yes, and okay.
1: th- and the Blue Rose murder itself, like uh, that's what they they had mentioned in, the, in this uh, FBI scene with Lil. Chet was investigating Teresa Banks, and the apparently Gordon had been investigating many Blue Rose murders. Like that's part okay, of what. Okay, so they're
0: all murders that have like the same characteristics. I think so. Okay, so cool. if that's something that they're
1: investigating all over the country, right? I just think that that's an interesting kind of. I don't know okay thing cool so what does that mean for the broader i don't know so anyway we cut to a year later and then we get to
0: the final days of r.i.p r.i.p laura, laura, palmer. laura palmer um i want to ask uh, an important question yes how do we feel about new donna oh <sighs> I understand that maybe Laura Flynn Boyle was not on board with the movie. I get it. I understand how logistics she,
1: work. So this is not... A, this is. I don't even think it's, it's not the actress. I think the writing for her is weird in this movie. Okay. Elaborate. I think that, one, Donna seemed almost more naive than this Donna when Laura died as far as like... This
0: Donna seemed more naive than the Donna we no, no, know and
1: love. Less naive because she fucking went with her to whatever Jacques Renault's club was and basically oh, saw yeah. her prostitute, like fr- yeah, basically yeah, yeah, yeah. be a sex worker. So who, wait,
0: who's more naive? Di- who's more the, naive, our, our, I understand. O- OG, OG Donna. OG Donna is more naive than the Donna in this movie. And secondly, if o- OG Donna
1: went to that club mm-hmm. with, with R.I.P. Laura Palmer... R.I.P. Laura Palmer. Oh, God. If we went to... If she went with her to that club, Mm -hmm. we would have gotten... Um, I think Donna would have fucking pulled her ass out of that club and just like our Donna, OG Donna, OG Donna.
0: Yeah, this Donna seemed wimpier. She wasn't like the I'm Donna that we know. She was
1: so desperate for Laura's attention and affection. Yeah, which I like. I don't think our Donna was um, like that. No, no. mm
0: -mm. I I think she.
1: I think her love was conditional. Yeah. She would not have fucking Donna she would, she, Donna would like she would have walked into that club. She would've walked into that club and she would have been
0: like I'm Donna <laughs> and Laura's ass is getting out of this fucking club. Yeah, you are all skis bags <laughs> and we don't belong here and Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean this Donna just seemed blanker inside than the yes. Donna that we know. Yes. Um yeah, I wasn't really crazy about her either. I also, like... No, I am I mean, whatever. Yeah, I just wasn't crazy about her. Yes. I was going to make a comment about just why did we even use her at all, but maybe it was something where, like, it was written before they couldn't get Laura Flynn Boyle or whatever. yeah I, I just, I'm like, why mm-hmm. even use a character that you can't cast as the same, uh, like, notable person? But it's
1: fine. I, I mean, everyone's in the... Everyone's in the movie. Even James is in this fucking movie. Yeah, like, everyone's
0: everybody but Donna and yet Donna takes up maybe forty minutes of this movie. And to me it's like But I mean, I mean as far as the character, they all were
1: with her in her final days and they were like true. important okay. people in her family in her right, life. Right, right, right. So okay. and impacted by her death, that's why they're in the show. So it would be silly to have, not have some version of the character well. in the movie.
0: Melissa McCarthy was only in four minutes of Gilmore Girls, a revival, because that's all they could get her for. But so they didn't. So they conveniently rode around it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what that. Well, I mean, maybe it would have ruined the storyline. Yeah. yeah the I, think, I think
1: it wouldn't. I think um, it wouldn't have worked for like the way yeah. that the series goes after this story. Yeah, that makes sense. But so. Anyway, so we go to basically Laura being a fucking baller at school and just being able to tell everyone what to do and doing cocaine in the bathroom. Yeah. And just cocaine all day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, doing her Laura shit.
0: I love how she talks to Bobby. I love how she talks to everyone. I love it. I love how she talks to everyone. Just like she's hanging out with Donna, she's going to school, she's doing coke in the bathroom, but basically it seems like everything's chill. And then the way she talks to Bobby out outside of school. Oh my. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She,
1: and, and she definitely does not give a fuck about him other than the cocaine. Other
0: than the cocaine. Because I remember like in the first season, I was like, I was like, my impression of Laura Palmer was built on the fact that she was dating, Bobby and James who right. both who both suck. Right. Right? Like, but they're different, but they both suck. Right. Um, and I just I They really brought her
1: they gave her the perfect combination of a man.
0: Yeah. But they, <laughs> they
1: both Don't suck. forget James had a big dick. They're both terrible. Bobby also, James had has cocaine, has a big dick. And Bobby, Bobby had has a co-
0: Okay, fine. Uh, that's all but that I you care about I didn't in didn't high envision, school. <laughs> I didn't envision her in the show the way they portrayed her. I didn't envision her um using these people for that. And in this movie, it literally is like Donna is out for herself. Or not Donna. I mean, usually. Well, oh, gee, Donna is out for herself. Laura, R.I.P., Laura Palmer. Do, do, do. Um, Laura is out. For her fucking self, she's got shit to deal with, a lot of shit to deal with, a lot of dark, deep, dark shit to deal with, and she just doesn't have time for for Bobby and um and James's bullshit. <sighs> she shit. does, but at the same time, she still kind of feels guilty for using them, but not that much. But I, I appreciated she, that. I mean, no. I think
1: she did genuinely care about Donna and James.
0: Oh, I, I definitely think she cared, but right. she also was like your. Bullshit! Like, I can't pity you. I don't have You're time for that. Silly. I don't have time for your bullshit. You're silly.
1: You don't need to be... Right. Like, I don't need you in my life right now. She
0: legit called Bobby dumb to his face. <laughs> like, I loved it. I, like, wrote it in all caps. I loved it. And she's, like, not into to true love. And she's just, like... Donna's, like, do you believe in true love? And Laura's, like, no, bitch. Like, life is hard. Yeah. Wake up. You yeah. know? <laughs> um... Uh, Let's. Can we talk about syrup? Can we talk about like the abusive home relationship? Right. Not including Lee well, being. Uh, I definitely. Bob, but just the like dynamic of her house. Because so much shit goes down in Laura's house. Right. Well, I think we should definitely mention uh, real. Like, basically, where it
1: starts is where she goes home for the first time after school and starts uh, writing in her diary and realizing pages are missing. Right. And she knows so. She realizes that Pages are missing from her diary yep. that her dad took them. And that Bob took them. That Bob, or sorry, yes, she doesn't, she doesn't know, know it's, it's her dad, her dad yet. yet. So, uh, she, that Bob took them. So she runs to Harold Smith's house and is freaking out. Right. And what she says to Harold Smith in this scene is that Bob has been having her since she was twelve years old. Oh my god, it's so fucked up. And he was the only one who could have known about the diary. Yeah, it's so fucked and said up. that he and then said that she, Bob had told her that he. He wants to be horror. Be her or he would kill her.
0: I do have to say that it's not clarified in the Twin Peaks TV show that Bob wants to be Laura. The minute they clarify in this this in this movie, so many things about Twin Peaks make sense yes. to me. Yes. Not that the movie makes sense to me, but this information from the movie helps me with the TV show because I understand the entity that is Bob. Yes. I also think that the fan fiction that we read helps me understand the entity that is mom. But like, I just, I was like, of course, that's why she's being tormented. Right. Of course. I like, I just, yeah, I got it. I got that. Right. And I think that,
1: I think when I think back at this, like the fact that he possessed Leland for so long. For so
0: long, yeah.
1: I mean, if he really is only possessing one human entity at a time, and he is only possessing
0: Leland, he really wanted to be Laura. Also, killing Teresa Banks, who, R.I.P. Laura, who kind of looks like Laura, R.I.P. Laura, um, makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Well, then the question is, like, what is the pull of Laura? And I also think, like, Laura is a unique human that's obviously been clarified in the writing and the way that she's portrayed and right. the fact that Bob wants her so she's going to be unique. Um so is Dale. Right. So I think like what's interesting to me is like why why Laura and Dale? Why are they connected? Are they connected? What's going on there? That's interesting to me. Right. So there's another theory I've heard
1: about is that they're sharing the same dream.
0: Ah, uh, well, she's dead. R.I.P. Laura Palmer. Right? Yeah, R.I.P. But they're sharing. They're sharing maybe like a like another dimensional dream. So I
1: mean, the fact that like so whenever Dale dreams of the red room of the Black Lodge, he sees and communicates with Laura. True. And alternately,
0: whenever oh, so it's like their pass through. Yeah. Cool. So who knows? I mean,
1: they're you know. Yeah. It's not that they're. It's not the occupy. It's not occupying
0: the same time. Right, right, right. It's right, occupying right. a time where. I do have to say, uh, uh, David Lynch does play with time and space a lot. Right. I argue that he plays with it too much. Right. Because it's super confusing right. to ninety percent of the right. audience. But... In a dream sense. I understand why I understand... Right. Not even in a dream sense. He does that in reality. No, I just mean in this sense. In this use... It's almost in the it, specific use of Cooper and Laura. Yes, that's fine. I, I, that's I what just, I'm saying. Because they're mean, literally going to like a different dimension. Yeah, 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 And that's fine. I I understand how that works. I just mean through through much of his work, he plays with time yes, and space in a way I that agreed. is that is hard to understand. And there's an argument there in the sense that like we don't understand time and space as humans and blah blah blah, and it's fluid and Einstein and you know Kurt Vonnegut, <laughs> Slaughterhouse <laughs> Five. I know words. I know, I understand that, but at the same time, like the the argument is missing. Uh, it doesn't matter. You you get what I'm saying. Yes. But I, I I like in this instance in the storyline between in, in the theory that they're sharing the same dream, or at least that they're able to communicate somehow communicate through this red through room, dreams, whatever that yeah. means. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Because I do.
1: I like to. I liked. I thought when I watched when I watched this movie, I thought a lot about what. If you're in the red room and yep. you, you know, your, dop- your, your soul is in the black lodge, you are there forever. Or I don't know, I guess there's some reason you can go back to your body, but essentially you're, there's a doppelganger on earth that is living your life and it's mm-hmm. not you. Yeah. Um, what is your soul doing in the Black Lodge in the meantime? Are you trying to
0: disrupt what's happening on well, Earth? also, how does time pass in the Black Lodge, right? right? Like, does it pass quickly, slowly? Like what is, Right. Yeah. So, like, if you're, I don't know.
1: Like, I think that I would, I think, I think that's essentially what they're trying to do through the dreams is, I don't know if they're, like, I, I don't know if they're facilitating fate. Right. Or trying to disrupt, you know,
0: I uh, do, the spirit
1: from from doing its desire. I don't know. we like
0: I do have a I have a question that's not clarified. That might be clarified in the show. I'm ho- maybe or maybe not. Right? Probably. <laughs> Is it too? Is it your soul? Is it two physical beings? Is that there's a doppelganger and an alt, like a bizarro Superman? Is that right. there's an evil you because there's an infinite amount of possibilities right. in universes? Right. Or is this a religious thing where it's a demon version of you and that's your soul or it's just a darkness in your soul? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I am curious about what that is. I don't really need a solid answer on yeah. that, but like a maybe like a more of a hinted at what's yeah. the fuck is going on.
1: Well, I think we'll probably like we. I'm sure we will. I think of all of the characters, we know uh, Cooper the best, right? True. So we
0: and this has happened to him, so we'll have a clear so, answer about exactly.
1: That. We'll have Ryan. seen his story arc, so I think I'm hope I'm hoping the answer is yes that right. that will happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> Somewhat, it's just mind like. Speaking of the return, it's mind blowing how many famous people are going to be in this series. Like, if you just get
0: little like snippets every once in a while of who the fuck's going to be in this this movie, I have not This show. I on purpose have not looked into any information. I haven't watched any trailers. I haven't read any articles. I have looked at nothing. I know nothing. About the new show. I'm really excited. I did that on purpose. (laughs) And I'm really excited about it too, because I think you've been like delving into a lot of it. I also love spoilers. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I really want to go into a blind, because I, I, the same reason I'm complaining about the way that things are unexplained in the... the, Here's my issue with David Lynch, okay, (laughs) listeners? Because I know there's a lot of you out there who absolutely adore him, and I, I understand why I do i i don't adore we're allowed to have different opinions but (laughs) david lynch movies are like getting into pokemon you have to buy the entire fucking deck you have to invest time and energy and research to understand what you're doing and why and i just i'm not interested in that he hasn't captivated me enough to buy his whole fucking pokemon deck that's what i'm saying so, like, I haven't done a lot of research on this show because I believe that, like, I want to come into a blind and be captivated. And I actually think that this new show is going to be really, really good. Yeah. I believe, I think that that what he's done in his movies and in his television show have all of the formula for complete genius. Right. I just, I don't think it's happened everyone else is like oh my god he's a fucking genius he's made these amazing things i think this show might be his uh what's that called the his piece. magnum opus it's his magnum opus i do i believe in that i'm i'm yeah, holding on for it that would and, be I, great. and i don't mean that what he's done before isn't great i just mean i think this is the thing that is going to open up the world to him you know what i mean like people who give a shit about the bachelor i don't give a shit about ba- david lynch right but they might this might be his Sopranos. You know what I mean? I'm I'm really stoked. <laughs> I feel like that's positive. I feel like what I'm saying is not negative. I'm, but not, of talking, course, I'm not arguing with you at all. I know. I just, I've just People are real sensitive about their lynchness. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just trying to like... You're just trying to talk people off the ledge. I'm coming at it from a layman's point of view. That's all I'm saying. I feel you, girl. Um, Can we talk about the people in the town that we recognize from twin peaks in this movie in the sense of well like leo and shelly
1: well well i was gonna say right in the next scene after I, the one that i'm talking about is uh cooper and agent rosenfeld yeah it's pretty great
0: that was great it's short and sweet i love their, it's short and sweet but yeah it's i love the representation of their history together yeah because we too. know it from the show and here it's even more solidified yeah i yes. mean
1: and 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 cole like i like that they all like directly work together you're never
0: really quite
1: sure, but... It doesn't you, matter. I don't need to know. I'm into it. Yeah. This is a
0: thing I don't need to know. I, I love their interactions. <laughs> they're, they're really good. Um, I, I do want to talk really quick about the acting. How do you feel about the acting in this movie?
1: Well, I already told you that Shelley, Cheryl Lee was f- right f- phenomenal. Leland as well. Right. Ray Wise, great. Right. Uh, that's all that really mattered because... It's really about them to me. Uh, Cooper is fine. Like Cole, oh, Agent. I mean, David
0: Lynch loved him. I was I was surprised at how much I liked it, even from Bobby and. The exception of Leo, but Leo's—I just we're never Leo's gonna be awful. On board. I also Lee, yeah, a bad actor. Leo's a
1: bad actor, but, a bad actor but, but also like he was so awful in this movie that I really was happy with his life. Yeah, as a, to, as, a, as being abused. Ugh, yeah, he's, he's <laughs> or awful. Or killed by a spider.
0: But like I was surprised. <laughs> I don't know. Just the, maybe the way it was even shot or directed. But I was much more impressed with the acting in this movie than I am in the show. Yeah. Except so, for Donna. Except for Donna. But Laura, Laura, R.I.P. Laura Palmer, she was star of this movie. She was phenomenal. She deserves awards for this movie. So good. She was great. So good. And Ray Wise, also phenomenal. Terrifying. So good. Terrifying in this movie. Yeah. Sarah Palmer had no lines. Also terrifying. Not terrifying, but like great act. Like she made it even more scary to be in that house.
1: Well, and we get so let's 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 go I know I'm doing umbrella things and no 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 no. I'm no 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 I'm just trying to like get to the stuff that I want to mention we Um, also like oh we should mention the scene where Laura is at the double R diner diner collecting meals on wheels meals uh and then the 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 chalfonts or Mrs. Tremont and the little boy come up and 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 talk, right. uh, talk to her, so she, right. th- freaks her out. Right. They give her a picture, uh, so she heads home, mm-hmm. and her father, or actually how she sees him is Bob.
0: She sees him as Bob, yeah. Is
1: in her room. Right. She starts screaming, freaks out, runs out the door, hides in the bushes, and who comes out as her father, and that's when she... That's the moment she realizes her father is Bob, or Bob is her father. Yeah, it's fucked up. That's the first time. she...
0: The acting in that scene! The girl can scream. This movie movie was (laughs) uncomfortable for me to watch on so many levels. This girl could scream. When she realized that her dad was Bob, I... mm, I couldn't with that. That was just like, fuck, that sucks. (laughs) Yeah, um... And... And it, it really, you know what? When we were watching the first season, yeah. R.I.P. Laura Palmer. R.I.P. She was. They were like releasing all this history about her doing drugs and partying, and you and I were like, "Oh, she's a party girl. Whatever. Like, she sounds like good. She wasn't a good girl. She was a bad girl. Like, you're like, oh, I get why she did a bunch of drugs. Yeah. I get told, I get it." Oh no! She was so self-destructive because this sucks. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because it's it's first like the idea. First of all, the idea that it's your father is awful. But also, uh, what uh, the same man has been coming to her bed.
0: Oh God! Don't even say it again.
1: You—it's terrible. Like a stranger would, and that you've just lived with that. I mean, that's ter- yeah. that's truly terrifying. Yeah, it really is. Awful. Um, so. I mean, mean, it is representative though of like like, regression, not trying to like think of the fact that it's actually her father. She's created this like monster in her head, but but, either way, it's still
0: terrifying. And also like she's living the... American Dream. She's living this like 1950s, like she's gorgeous Greece recreation, and then there's this really like fucked up shit happening to her. Yeah, which is a great representation of 2017 America. Right, yeah, and well, and so that's true. <laughs> you know, like things are the American Dream, but are they, or are they super fucked up? Uh, I get that. I get that motif. I'm on board with that one.
1: I think that the, and then if we jump to like, I, there's a couple of some other scenes that happen. She has a dream where she sees Del Cooper, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the next scene, if we're going to talk about Laura's story that we should just, if we're just going to try to focus on that to get, kind of get through this quickly. Um, yeah. Cause there's a, there's a lot. Of- let's skip to the part where she goes to the roadhouse uh, and mm-hmm. is, you know, dressed very, you know, with a short cocktail dress Mm -hmm. looking good and she's a great underwear. She's great underwear. She always had great underwear on. She's so she gets approached by two men Mm -hmm. with cash Mm -hmm. asking, basically propositioning her for sex. Donna comes see, follows her and comes to the, you know, the table and is essentially like, yeah, I am part of the package. And Laura basically dares her to come along. And she does. She does. And they do drugs. Um, and then, right. But the the real reason I want to bring up this scene is because it's the way it's shot. Jacquerie runs it. Right. She approaches Jacquerie when they come in, and like there's like uh, strobe lights. The whole room is red, and like there's really loud bass. And even the way he's talking is exactly like it's in the Black Lodge.
0: Yes. Like exactly. Yeah. I really liked this scene. Yeah. I really liked this scene. Yeah. Because for me, what was important about the scene was the sound design. Yes. And the color. Exactly. So the sound design was this, this just fucking noise. Well, I think it created, it's the (sighs) first time
1: that they really explicitly put her in the like you know, in this basically black lodge type room. Right. It's like terrifying.
0: It is terrifying. And, it feels awful. Yeah. The whole time that scene's happening, it feels awful. Yeah. And there's, it's flashing lights. Yeah. And yeah, it didn't feel great. Um, and so, and you can see like when Donna starts doing drugs and like basically having sex with people on the table, you can see how much Laura's like, Oh God, like I've brought her into this. And I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to do that. Yeah.
1: And then, um, so that she brings Donna home the next morning, Leland comes to picks her up and they're in a car heading to, I guess what's breakfast with Sarah is Leland said, and Mm -hmm. they start getting followed by Philippe Gerard. Yeah. That was so fucking weird. And he pulls off to the side and roll and, and and pulls Right. right up next to his window and starts yelling at him. Um, basically the, the the engine starts smelling like it's on fire and he uh starts to freak out and tells him that he's the one who stole the corn out of the can and that the thread and then like he basically starts chanting at the end of the this at this scene that the thread will be torn right so i guess
0: like some sort of rift the door will be open who knows um i do have one comment about this scene uh-huh Leland uh, Palmer. Right. Freaks out about being yelled at in traffic. Yeah. He's like, what kind of world do we live in that people are going to yell at you like that? Right. And the thought I had was, "Um, has he ever been to Florida? (laughs) Because traffic, you get yelled at all the time there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they live in like a smallish town. I know,
0: but he had a very visceral, he was like, what kind of world do we live in where people yell at you in traffic? And I was like, I don't know well I feel like that's normal
1: well so the other so then also in this scene we happen to get a flashback of Leland Leland seeing Teresa Teresa Banks, Banks. Yeah, and fucked up. basically he says to her you know oh you've been telling me about the other girls that you know that you're friends with why don't you bring them next time let's have a party so he goes to visit Teresa Banks next time and it happens to be Renette and Laura oh my
0: god
1: yeah 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 like that, yeah. Like First of all, though, can I just say, Renette is hot. Renette, every all the ladies in this
0: movie are beautiful.
1: But she, but like because you always saw her like w- like when she was almost like in undying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when she was like ha- was up it's and same dressed. Actress? Yeah, um, I was like,
0: damn, you look good, Renette. <laughs> every woman in here is beautiful. No, that's true. And all the men are old and gross, that's except true. for Bobby and James. James as much as i dislike james he looked pretty hot in this movie he was pretty sexy i got it i got it i got what was going on with the heart dropness i, he's, I was like i don't know if it's the lighting with you right now but yes i do he just says the worst shit though he's terrible he, as a human you
1: but. always push away the ones you love
0: <laughs> did you read that on a hallmark card james
1: I, know. I do like that Laura. At some point, is like he's an idiot.
0: Yeah, I do She's too. So many times I he's love like, "How James. intelligent she
1: is!" I love how yeah, often yeah. she just tells James, "Like
0: you're an idiot." And she admits to Donna, like J- John is like James, it's great. And Laura's like, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. That is bitch, Laura Palmer. R.I.P. <laughs> That was great. Um, what else? Um, oh, we're gonna get to. Wait, what about Bobby killing people for cocaine?
1: Like, oh, no. Oh, well, we <laughs> need to address the fact that when Laura was actually raped by Bob in this scene. Oh, in this Jesus. Movie,
0: okay, I didn't like the scene, and it's not just awful. because. Not just because you know I don't like watching rape in TV and movies. That's not the only reason I didn't like. Laura. This. Well, also but Sarah's
1: drugged in this scene. Sarah's drugged in this that scene. That was that was more. And then there's the and then there's the white horse again, which right. she seems to see every time she is drugged. Right. And then she's sleep. Bob is having sex with her, and then he turns then into, he turns into Leland. Leland. Yeah.
0: Actually, the more I think about it, I mean, I really, really dislike this scene. But immediately when I my my initial reaction when I started watching it. Was why is Laura acting like she kind of enjoys it? Yeah. Like this saying no one doesn't want it, but is having like. But it's been her. Is making like sex noises. Yes. And now that I think about it, it's like when you're sexually abused. Often I'm I do not know.
1: Stockholm syndrome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean I, I don't know. I've never been sexually abused. I don't want it to be But that's to I mean that's also partially
1: th- I mean but it's But it a-
0: is you're right. Like now that I think about it, the thing that made me the most uncomfortable is I was like, oh god, why does she seem like she's in this? This the terrified terrible thing? She's also terrified. So it is like those two binary Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. And it's she, fucking awful. And she's and she's on drugs.
1: She's always on drugs. Yeah. So she's also uh, like not a a right, it. mind. I hated watching it. Yeah, it's it. awful.
0: It's awful. Although I do say to you, I say to you that I hate rape in movies and I hate seeing it. But I really, really hate it when it's gratuitous and it does never reason. And in this movie, there was a reason. Oh, so I kind of like can excuse builds, the existence of it. It builds the whole. It builds the whole tale. Laura. And so I excuse the existence of it, but it's like I still hate watching it. Yeah, it's a awful. Thing.
1: It's no, it's awful. Yeah, I um.
0: Uh, really basically, that part. RIP Laura Palmer.
1: Right. Oh god. Yeah. RIP. And this but, is basically. Um, sorry, that was a big one. This is where. Mm -hmm. This is where she goes to with Bobby Bobby, and they go to get more drugs and they go to, and she's just totally fucked up at this point. Like, she's like, he's going to kill me now. She's like, he's like, it's getting to that point where he's more and more threatening. He's getting more and more insane. Uh, things are not good for me. I'm gonna die. Mm-hmm. Um, especially now that he she, he knows that she knows kind of thing. It's like they're gonna like she doesn't have much long much longer.
0: Yeah,
1: and so she does asked Bobby to get more cocaine. He calls Jacques Rineau. They go to the forest Mm -hmm. and the guy who brings the cocaine takes out a gun (laughs) and then Bobby shoots him and blows off his brains.
0: Fucking idiot. Yeah. That was really violent. I didn't like that either. That was, this was the part where I was like, I didn't need to see a guy's exposed brain. brain Yeah. Yeah. Isn't this was the same part where they had the cut in of the like oatmeal? Uh, it might have been after the cream corn. Yeah. that's at the end of that's the at movie. The end. Okay,
1: okay. Um, so and Laura, her la- whatever, some cream corn. That was Laura's so just laughing in the scene hysterically. Oh my god, Laura. Uh, all right, She yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. she goes home. Um, you know, goes to bed, lays down. Mm-hmm. She. Then, uh, does more drugs, you know, does more drinks, writing in the, writing in her diary. Mm -hmm. Eventually the, on her last day, Mm -hmm. the next day she, you just is like wallowing around the whole fucking town and she goes home at the end of the day, does drugs, does her usual Laura thing, calls James, goes gets on the bike with James, and they say go... Essentially, she's saying her goodbyes to him.
0: Yeah. And is, like, just... He's, like, the good guy in this movie. He's a good
1: guy in the whole show, really. That's but true. yeah, That's like, true. Yeah. yeah, he is really, like, hamming it up in this fucking movie. Yeah. And so she... Um, What did she she do? Oh, so they go in the forest and say their goodbyes. This is the scene basically where James says that she was riding down the highway. They were leaving the forest. And she Mm -hmm. jumps off the motorcycle, Mm
0: -hmm. runs
1: in, Mm -hmm. and meets... Leo, Renette, and Jacques. Right. Where they go to the forest and have a gangbang. Right. And Leland follows her and them there. And that's where Laura's final moments uh, begin. Basically. Well,
0: yeah, he takes her off to the train car. Takes her to the
1: train car. With Renette. With Renette. They tie tie her up. Well, she's been tied up already by, uh, what's his face? I think Jacques. she, yeah, she, or she gets tied up, I don't know what, yeah, exactly. And then there's the bird. It's basically like the lead up to the beginning of the show. And, and to her going to the black lodge yeah um lots of stuff happens here about
0: the ending right we're at the ending she's been murdered we kind of know how she's been murdered because we've watched her show now she's in the black lodge right so Um, i i you mean like how she's murdered like kind of how how
1: she's murdered we've watched the show right but i I mean i I just mean like the scene of it itself
0: i I don't think there's anything to say about we like we like Lee murders her right he doesn't... He almost murders Renette. Then she... Well, the
1: ring gets thrown into the train car. She puts it on. Renette gets saved. Right. Um, and then she's in the Black Lodge with, right. with Cooper. Right. So is that... what well, you're asking that ending? The Black Lodge part? The end of the movie. Right. Yeah. Um, I like it. I think it fills in all the holes. What do you... Of, like, how... Of, like... I mean if we were truly just investigating who killed like to begin with to begin with the
0: whole show No, no, no. I just mean what do you think uh, what do you think the message like she's in the Black Lodge with Cooper and then what is she she watches something happening she sees an angel she sees an angel right and there's this really long sequence of zoom in and zoom out on the angel right and she starts like crying and laughing and she's really happy so is it just that, like, she's finally happy to be dead, or...? Probably. Yeah? I, I mean, even I in don't the, know. I'm even in the black, you. Even in
1: the Black Lodge, that's probably a better
0: existence for
1: Laura than, than, than reality. No, like reality.
0: <laughs> yeah. I would say. I mean, she gets to hang out with Cooper forever. Yeah. And it looks like good Cooper. It is good Cooper. Okay, I know we talked about the uncomfortable scene uh the the the, the red scene with Jacques Arneau and Laura right. and Donna and whatever right um and that was uncomfortable and it is terrible because they're high school girls but does Canada have punk rock sex parties cuz if they do we need to go on a vacation <laughs> Because I would have well, a great time at a punk rock sex party. I think that, I mean, this as is As long as it was all consensual. Is this in Canada? Yeah, yeah I, I guess it's... Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Canada looks way more fun than they make it seem. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I, would definitely, I don't
1: want to... No, I would definitely go to that bar.
0: Cool. I don't want to, like, abuse and exploit young abused girls, but I'm just saying, you and I might have a really great time there.
1: If there is a whole bunch of consenting adults at that bar, right. I no, would have a great consenting, time. consenting, like,
0: non-drugged up adults. Right. We'd have fun, because the music was kind of cool. Right. That girl dancing and stripping, she was, like,
1: hot. hot. Yeah, and also, like, I'm into, like, being in a, a, a room that's over, like, too much stimulation for a couple hours.
0: Yeah! I thought it was cool. It puts you like it kind of gets you drugged up without the drugs. I like I had a moment where I was like, "This looks like a good time," and then I remembered all the other stuff, and then I was like, "Oh, this is terrible." But there was a moment where I was like, "Ooh, I'd go to this party. I'll bet this party's going on in Bushwick." <laughs> I was just like, "What? What are we doing later?" Anyway, how do we get there? How do I get there? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> well. So we know that this movie is really important for the return of the series. That's cool. I'm into that. It did give me a lot of information about the series. But I think it gives you a lot more information about Bob. Yeah. I I understand Bob more.
1: I understand Lorna more, R.I.P. I don't know. I just... I think it's great. I think it's just, yeah, it's, it's definitely canon. Like I liked
0: did. the movie. I'm glad we watched it. I don't think it's a masterpiece. But no, that's no, no. My own thing. I don't think anyone thinks it's a masterpiece. Some people do, but I think it was definitely, uh, it's important and important. Yeah. It's important to the story. Well, guys, we had f- a lot of opinions. About I, think this. Say, I, though, lot. I think we should say though, I think we should
1: say real quick. Mm hmm. Who was your? What do you
0: think Cooper was writing in his memo calculator? In this movie, <laughs> what was Cooper writing in his memo calculator? Yeah. We should say these are questions we ask at the end of every episode of there. We'll be drinking recaps Twin Peaks. Yes, for listeners who are joining us from our mothership, <laughs> just a little housekeeping there. Yes, Um, Cooper was writing in his memo calculator that. Guy who astro projected in with the white hair and the southern accent who looks like he might be British. <laughs> he looks like a good time. I want to hang out with him.
1: Um, I really loved Chet Desmond.
0: That's what Ethan Cooper was writing. As? Sorry, am I okay? With that? that he was in love with. Ch- Do you think Chet was <laughs> Cooper's boyfriend before he met Truman? Married?
1: It's possible.
0: <laughs> All right, good to know. I I think you're right because it seemed like Chet and Kiefer had a thing, and Kiefer is definitely a Cooper. <laughs> so. No, no,
1: no. no. Uh, Cooper is the is the. Chet Desmond. Kiefer no, but I is mean, the Albert Rosenfeld.
0: Personal personality wise, Kiefer Sutherland seemed more like Cooper than he did like Albert. Uh, fair enough. Um so you think that they had a love affair, Chet Desmond and, and, <laughs> no, and skipping skipping uh, questions in my head. Oh I thought of an answer. <laughs> so you're living life like a David Lynch film is what you're doing you're just skipping and yeah. you're answering questions i time never traveling asked. T- okay <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, you're an adult woman you can do this it's really hard what was Cooper writing in his memo Cooper calculator Cooper was writing in his memo calculator the recipe
1: for fire stumble with me
0: yeah I think so too I agree with you that's I what he was doing. Uh who's your favorite minor character? Stop it. Chad Desmond. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Hi. here we are. Um my f- minor character. The singer. In that, Julie at Cruz? That, at that nope. The other one, the dancer, maybe. At this the sex club. Oh the, the naked the one getting naked? Yeah, she had great hair. Yeah, she did she have had great phenomenal hair. Phenomenal hair. She did have great hair. I was in there. I think she was singing too. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, What else? What else do we ask? Usually we ask, where's Bob? Uh, Sweeping proclamations. Oh, sweeping proclamations. I guess we should make a proclamation about the new premiere because... That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, go for it. Um, God, I don't even know where to go.
1: (sighs) Do you think that... I think, Co- I think Cooper probably left town. Because- That's what
0: we've been proclamating. So wait, so
1: um, listen. <laughs> so I think Cooper probably left town um, because something happened to Annie. It was too difficult for him to stay there. And so he left and has been investigating other types of these murders. Has been totally normal his whole life. Nothing's been going on. Uh-huh. There's a reason he has to return to Twin Peaks uh-huh. and fucking all hell breaks loose with, with Cooper. Okay. Things start, bad stuff starts happening around him. Mm -hmm. Weird shit.
0: Okay. I'm with that. I'm on board with that.
1: That's my sweeping proclamation.
0: My sweeping proclamation is that, um, Audrey had a bunch of babies with Billy Zane. Interesting.
1: I also think she's going to be disabled.
0: Whoa! Why?
1: Because of the bomb in the bank.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. I At forgot the, all yeah. about the bomb. Disabled. Like She's gonna be Donna's disfigured,
1: mom. like Donna's deaf, mom. blind. Yeah, something. Something's gonna happen.
0: Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I forgot all
1: about the bomb in the bank. Yeah. Then the other two questions we asked are not appropriate here. Where did this episode jump the shark?
0: It didn't, it's because it's a movie. But you could, did, was there anything crazy for you? No, not at all. Yeah, nothing was too crazy for it me. It was all, yeah, there wasn't anything that seemed out of place, really. And other than just the general out of placeness that is the way it's exists. put together. Yeah. Uh,
1: and then, uh, where's Bob? But Bob was well established Bob in, was in Leland. Leland.
0: Yeah. The whole time. Hanging out. Oh, fuck. Yeah. This movie was not as fun as the episodes. No. I mean, it wasn't
1: bad. It just, it wasn't fun. When you you don't get that that sweet, sweet Cooper Truman love.
0: There wasn't as much humor.
1: Yeah. No, there's no humor.
0: There was no humor in this movie. It was just depressing. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it the new show I yeah. am too I'm really looking forward to gonna it. come out every Wednesday guys our recaps will be out every Wednesday and our Mothership podcast where we just talk about stuff that doesn't have to do with Twin Peaks but we're probably gonna do what are we doing Wonder Woman yep we're doing the new Guardians movie probably <laughs> we're doing um we're gonna do Meredith and I's favorite movies Yes. Where we review each other's movies. Yes. Um we're gonna have guests on, we're gonna have comedians on, bartenders, friends of ours who are willing to hang out with us, set designers. Who else are making people? Do we have set designers? Isn't Sophie a set designer? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um you name it. We'll figure we out a way to you. have it on here. Cause this is there we'll be drinking with Kate and Murda. Yes. Follow us on all the things, guys. We are on our website mostly. Yeah, there will
1: be drinking dot I think that's the most important one. You go there and yeah, you figure it to, out. You can figure
0: out the rest. Of it. You could maybe go on Facebook because you want to watch our Facebook live. But newsflash, our Facebook live is also on our website and on our YouTube. Basically, just look up there. will be drinking, and you'll find us. And you'll find us if you go on your iTunes or your Google Play or your Stitcher and you look up there. We'll be drinking. We're there. We're not hiding. We're there for you. <laughs> We're not hiding. Also,
1: um. um We got to wrap this up like now because I'm going to die. So, uh, I think we should just say, pie up your life. Pie up your life,
0: guys. And have a damn damn good cup of coffee. coffee.